Good morning, KSL News Time. It's 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes, Amanda Dixon with the morning off. Our top story this morning, police say that two people are lucky to be alive after their car slid off the road and tumbled down the embankment of Little Cottonwood Canyon last night. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with the details. Adam? Tim, this happened as people were headed down from the resorts back into the valley. Unified Police Sergeant Ed Tuhill says patience played a big role in this. Apparently the car in front of them was going a little slower than they would have liked and using their brakes too much. And they decided to go ahead and pass on a double yellow on an icy road. Dill says they slid 100 feet down. Now, these two people in this Jeep were actually able to get out and walk out on their own. They didn't even go to the hospital after uh, sliding down this far. But he says it was likely because of how much snow that was on the embankment. He says if this happened in the summer, this could have been a very different story. Recovering the car, though, could take some time. Hill says they're going to need to get some specialized equipment in there and actually need to shut down the canyon in order to get this done. So there could be a Jeep sitting off the side of the embankment for a little while. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. That wasn't the only dangerous driver moment on Utah's roads this weekend. Another driver who was racing down I-15 crashed and sent an unbuckled four-year-old to the hospital. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston is live with more on that story. Peter? Tim, this is a drag racer on I-15 in Provo. Utah Highway Patrol says the person behind the wheel of a Subaru WRX, which is a car known for its power in speed competitions, was racing a Dodge Charger on Saturday. That driver had a four-year-old in the car, but they were wearing no seatbelt, according to KSL TV. Police said the driver lost control, but he had so much momentum that the car ricocheted off the right freeway barrier and into the left. Everyone in that car went to the hospital, including the four-year-old. Highway Patrol says that they found the driver of the other car, and both drivers will get charged. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. We also had some breaking news overnight. Three people were stabbed in the parking lot of a West Valley City bowling alley. City uh, Police Lieutenant Bill Merritt says it happened right before midnight between the suspect and his brother. There was some form of an argument that began inside the Delton bowling lanes, and the brother of the suspect attempted to calm his brother down, and the brother of the suspect in turn stabbed his own brother with a knife. Two people tried to stop the suspect and were also stabbed before police arrived. KSL's top national stories this hour. Three first responders are dead after saving a family from a gunman in Minneapolis. A community in mourning. Members gathering in front of Burnsville City Hall, south of Minneapolis, to honor two police officers and a firefighter paramedic shot and killed while responding to a domestic incident. We know that our community is broken right now and our hearts are heavy. We need you to pray for them. That's what we need. Minnesota's governor ordering flags to be flown at half-staff Monday. Allison Kosick, ABC News, New York. A hearing in the United Nations top court today challenging Israel's action in Gaza and their control over the land for 57 years. I stand before you as 2.3 million Palestinians in Gaza. Half of them, children, are besieged and bombed, killed and maimed, starved and displaced. The court session is expected to last six days. Families in Grantsville are reacting after the town cemetery was vandalized. KSL TV's Brianna Chavez has more. Larry Millward is one of several families in disbelief. One of the headstones vandalized at the Grantsville City Cemetery last week is Larry's great-grandfather, Andrew Millward. So I didn't know to what extent, you know, the damage had been done or wherever. 
A local business that makes headstones and an anonymous donor offering an $850 reward to find those responsible. Let's get our first look at uh, first look traffic this morning and say good morning to Andy Farnsworth. Well, Tim, we start off in good shape. Uh, we do have restrictions in big and little Cotton County. I know today's a big ski day, so a lot of people will be heading up to the resorts, but you will have to have traction devices in big or little right now. However, the rest of the commute looks pretty good like a typical uh, holiday might be with light traffic. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A teenager in Spanish Fork is hoping his mobile thrift store idea takes off. The idea has taken a few turns since young Spanish Fork entrepreneur Kaysen Stevens bought a school bus with his own money from door-to-door lemonade and caramel apple sales. According to KSL.com, Kaysen wanted the bus as a place where his friends could chill. Briefly flirted with the idea of renting the space Airbnb style, then decided to do what he's always wanted to do, open up a thrift store. Now he had a showroom in the space of the bus. After the standalone was shut down for being too big for the surrounding neighborhood, Kaysen bought another school bus, got it up and running, and now ironically named Not a Thrift Store, Mobile Thrift Store was born, and it may be coming to a neighborhood near you. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. Just in time for President's Day, 150 scholars came together to rank the presidents of the United States based on their greatness. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is uh, live with their findings. Michael. Tim, the project was started by two political scientists from the University of Houston and Coastal Carolina University. So, greatness is defined by a president who expanded the institution of the presidency with a particular nod to leaders during America's time of growth or crisis. At any rate, please, please, please take the ranking with a shaker's worth of salt. At the top is the rail splitter Abraham Lincoln. FDR came second with George Washington at third. Teddy Roosevelt and Thomas Jefferson rounded out the top five. After them, it's Harry Truman, Obama, Eisenhower, LBJ, and JFK. As for our current commander-in-chief, Biden came 16th, Trump came last on the list. Reporting live, Michael Kimmett, KSL News Radio. On this President's Day, former President Jimmy Carter passed the one-year mark since he entered hospice care. His longtime sweetheart, Rosalind Carter, died in November, about six months after it was announced she had dementia, with a frail but determined Jimmy Carter attending her funeral. The Hospice Foundation of America says having the former president in the public eye in hospice has shed a new light on end-of-life care. The Carter family issued a statement saying it's pleased that last year's decision to enter hospice care has sparked so many family discussions across the country. I'm Jackie Quinn. And a Bob Marley Marley biopic was the winner of the box office. In spite of being one of the lowest grossing President's Day weekends ever, love triumphed at the box office. The Bob Marley biopic One Love overperformed and easily won the weekend with $28 million. You know you're a superstar. Superstar. That brings its total to 51 million from opening on Valentine's Day through President's Day. Air shine off. In a distant second, Spider-Man adjacent superhero Madam Web spun only 18 million dollars for the weekend and an estimated 26 million for the six days from Valentine's Day through Monday. I don't understand what's happening. This is the latest flop in the pricey superhero genre that has been struggling across several studios for the past year. It's time for you to meet the real. Agent Argyle. The last two weekends, box office champ Argyle took third place with $5.6 million through the long weekend. I'm Kevin Carr.